haciendo un pedazo de lo que hice Se pasó sin mujer como mamá dice Mi mamá dice En Miami con un par de cuero Like what you were saying, Stetson. Ain't that right? He's, he, that sounds like Bad Bunny's cousin. Yes, sir. <laughs> sounds like ge- his primo. That sounds like the generic version. El yep. <laughs> Great Value, Bad Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> What's the nickname we shall give him? Uh, el Barato Conejo. <laughs> el, el Barato Vario Conejo. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. Hell yeah. But man, it's finally good to be back. We finally got Stetson on here. I know Jesse was about damn time. Yeah, yeah, Jesse was like, "Man, yes, when are we gonna get Stetson on here?" I said, "You know what? Let me tell him right quick." Yeah. And then you know, you of course you going through your barber school and yes, all that sir, good yeah. stuff, and you finally got all that taken care of. And Jesse was like, "Well, it's about fucking time, man. We can get him on here <laughs> for real, man." We've I was been. like, "I was like, Jesse, you need to quit hating when you would come, but." We made it happen in due time. Hell oh, yeah. yeah, hell yeah. And man, we are so glad to have you on here. Appreciate it. Jesse's over here. Get on the Facebook Live. Yeah. Look at him. Tag me. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, it's finally good to have you on here. We talked about it for so long, and now we finally got to make it happen. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm privileged, bro. It's live. <laughs> I know, man. It's, it's, it's a whole different thing whenever you get into podcasting. Yeah. You know, compared to whenever you're recording music and all that. It's got its similarities, but it's got its differences. Yep. And you can, you can tell, like, just when we're doing this and now we got you here, you're like, you know what? I, I'm starting to like this. Yeah. I was a lot more uh, uptight, I guess, about it. But now it's just like, man, <laughs> got a Modelo in my hands. I got some Japanese whiskey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that free Japanese whiskey, courtesy yes. of Jesse. Hey. <laughs> and <Hope>. Crown Liquor. <laughs> Hopefully, if I don't get too drunk, I won't won't end up in a samurai suit or something like that. <laughs> Goddamn. He's going to end up being the miniature version of Godzilla. Oh, <laughs> so, how you been, Stetson? How's everything been going with you, man? Been blessed, bro. Been blessed. Just trying to stay, uh, stay on my grind and get back focused, you know, but get back on this music. Oh, man. So what you got lined up so far? Right now, uh, July 23rd, I'm going to be doing a show with Justin Case of Dope House Records. And uh, me and my boy Mac from here, we're going to go knock that out the park, you know? Hell yeah, hell yeah. And we do have an EP coming soon, but we don't have the title. We did have one, but, you know, we kind of want something new or modern. Modern yeah, type yeah. of name. Gotcha, gotcha, yes, gotcha. Sir. And not only that, you also uh, do barbering now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Cuts by Tunes Barbershop coming soon. I'm telling you, he does good haircuts because he makes it. He makes my haircut look so good. I want to just be so damn conceited. I'd be looking at myself Yee. in the mirror. I'd be <laughs> on Snapchat doing what Jesse do. You know, he'd be like, "What the fuck?" I'm telling you, man. You even got a haircut too yourself, Jesse? Yeah. Didn't you? Yeah. 
You had that south side fade. <laughs> hey, let me do the dance real quick. Yes, sir. Man, it was it was good to get that haircut. And then it was, you know, what surprised me the most was whenever I found out you were cutting hair, I was like, oh, I got I to gotta give Stetson a shot. Because yeah. at one point, you know, I was getting tired of having to drive all the way to Abilene. Oh, yeah, man. That drive is a commitment. To just go get a cut. Just then, to get a cut, you yeah. know. I was <clears> like, <throat> if I'm going to be going to Abilene, I better be going to H-E-B, do some grocery shopping, <laughs> you know, go get some eye candy, Make maybe chase some tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly, weird. exactly. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give Stetson a shot, man. I've been I've been so damn conceited, man. Me looking at myself in the mirror too damn much. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it, man. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Haircut boosts your confidence up to a thousand. See mm-hmm. what I tell you? What mm-hmm. I tell you? When I had my barber when I was in Kansas, I was like, bro. I ain't gonna lie, you you made my confidence go like that. Like, For real, the roof. bro, it does. I was like, that haircut make a difference. Mm-hmm. But you know that the crazy thing is too, you two have known each other longer. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, like so. y'all take it back some some time ago. Yeah, go back to the sandbox days. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally. Yeah, man, it's crazy. So how how did all that get started for you two? Oh shit, I don't even fucking remember. Shit, honestly, our, our families were real close. And oh yeah. Then, and then as we got, we started playing soccer one year together, and that's how pretty much from there, yeah. we just kicked it all the time after that tough. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. all she wrote. It's yes, better sir. It's better than the Malibu story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of what I figured, too, you know, because the Malibu story with Jesse, hmm. we've, we've said it many times already. Oh, yeah. But you two got more stories so far than what me and Jesse have, because like I said, you two have known each other longer than I've known him. And that's and that's what I like looking forward to is bringing somebody in that knows somebody that knows Jesse better than I do, because I just sit back and I li- and I'm thinking to myself, man, they, there's got to be some funny ass stories. Shit, some I just don't even remember right off the top of my head. It's I'm drinking, it, yeah, <laughs> slipping the mind, boy. <laughs> Been sipping on too much whiskey, yes, and, and and you know, and that's what I tell everybody. Just like we just previously recorded a. Uh, I was about to say a video. We just previously recorded a, a podcast with the guys from the UK. Just forget about it. Yeah. If you ever get the chance, check them up. They're on Spotify and uh, oh man, man, I shouldn't know all what streaming platforms. Pretty much, pretty, for pretty much. But for sure, you can find them on on Spotify. They're called Just Forget About It. Go check them out. Our great friends from the UK. The British are coming. The I British know. are coming. Man, but we had so much fun recording with them, as we are too here with Stetson. Because, like I said, I know you two got stories for days. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, like, I, uh, there are times I'm like, man, I wish I'd have known that. I would have said that about Jesse a long time ago. Uh, some of them are going to keep in the vault. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> hey, we can keep them on the podcast. <laughs> True. But millions of people are going to know about it. Oh, yeah. Someday. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't say millions. We, we, we getting up there in the hundreds of downloads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll still, get there. It'll, it'll eventually it'll get there. Get Come there. on, Jesse. Just, just, just let us, just let us tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, I went to bed, all right? <laughs> <laughs> no, so it was funny how Stetson and I got to know each other because it was so random <laughs> how it happened. You know, I'm not going to get a complete detail, but I remember... Uh, there were some times Jesse and I were hanging out and he was like, hey, you know Stetson? I was like, Stetson, who's that? He was like, Stetson Flores, man. He used to hang out with me too. Yeah. It's like, bro, you got to remember at one point in time, you and I did not hang oh, out yeah, before. Yeah. I was like, we're complete opposites of, you know, as far as our interests go. It's crazy how it goes though, because we have like 
we have so many mutual friends, but we never met mm-hmm. until we linked up with Jesse at the bar, of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Can't forget that. Yeah, but, can't you know, it's just, it's crazy how many mutual friends, like from me coming over here next door to your place and didn't even know that you're right here, bro. But yeah. here we are today. Yeah, and then come to find out that one of your best friends was one of my neighbors. Well, exactly. several, two of them. Yeah. And I was like, you know, yeah, I remember so-and-so was my next door neighbor. And then there was another one. And. Just, he was like, wait a I minute, mean, you, you've been here for this long? I was like, yeah, bro. Small world, bro. It's a small world. Mm, might and, be big, but it's small. <laughs> yeah. And it was so funny, you know, when, when we finally, you know, became friends, we started kicking it here and there. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into detail how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but just know it happened. Just know it happened. <laughs> and it was so weird how it, how, how, it, how it all began because Jesse and I were sitting at the bar at City Limits. Mm-hmm. We were just drinking, of course, and... Stetson come walking through the door. He said, hey, man, that's my bro Stetson right there. I might go holler at him right quick. So sure enough, Stetson comes over, and he's talking with us. And we're like, all right, cool, cool, cool. It was a Saturday night. So, you know, Saturday night at City Limits was the thing. You know, it was popping, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, he was like, hey, man, you know, I'm Stetson. I was like, all right, cool, 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 you know. I said, I hang out with this short little motherfucker all the time. <laughs> and uh, so anyways, we kicked it from there, and then. I'm not going to get into the other details because I don't know if she listens to us or not. Good I have show. no idea. For I have show. no idea. I ain't going to throw her name out Puta. there. <laughs> That's all we can say. That's all we can say. I, I, I ain't going to throw no names out there. No, we, we ain't trying to have no beef on here. Yeah. Just what like. Beef, man? Oh. <laughs> Mexican? <laughs> just like just like episode 18 oh man baby mama drama relationship oh, yeah. problems and mm. drinking problems and all that oh yeah we're gonna have to get you to listen to that stuff oh yeah. yeah that's a previous For episode sure. that we recorded and we had someone what are you doing over there i'm making me a drink on them another one what yeah. is that you finished the rest of that bottle what is that that high west whiskey double the, rye the double rye mm-hmm. double rye to get you fried mm-hmm. <laughs> Double ride to get you fly and, and seeing. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't do no rhymes like that. Stetson's good at it. Sorry, I'm okay. He 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 good at that. I, I, I read Cat in the Hat, bro, and I just it was on. That's <laughs> 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 yeah. so I got on my. Nah, yeah, on my I skill. When, when when did you actually start actually you know doing music? When I was uh 15, with my cousin Josh Revere, man, it was. We used to mess around on virtual DJ. Didn't even record at first. We would just play instrumental, and it was like a karaoke thing. But right. you know, it was, we were just messing around, bullshitting in the room. And right. uh, because I think I met you when I was like ten or eleven, or even younger than that. Uh, actually, yeah, yeah, about that age. Yeah, we always knew each other. Yeah, but like hanging around that yeah. time. Yeah, because I used to, you know, of course, drive back and forth from Rotan mm-hmm. over there, and then. Every time there was something going off around here, we usually just round up seeing each other and just yeah. started kicking it. Yes, sir. Yeah, so you two, like I said, y'all have known each other for quite some time. And, like, I know you two got some of the craziest fucking memories. Like, what's the one that sticks out between you two of some of the shit y'all did? You say, bitch. <laughs> the soccer picture, bro. Yeah, it, it had to be in the so- soccer days. Yeah. I so mean, you actually played soccer, Jesse? Surprisingly, yes. Me too. And you never told me that. No. Wow. Our asses were huffing and puffing. We both had asthma. <laughs> we were both on them sidelines. <laughs> Nobody told me how to run this goddamn much in soccer, but you know what? We're running, boy. <laughs> Shit. Uh, mama was yelling at me, run faster. I can't breathe. I can't That's the worst sport for an asthmatic to play, bro. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that, bro. 
Oh yeah, we were sitting there sharing inhaler shit. That's why you got that. Ain't it? Ain't easy being weed. No, yeah, most definitely live mm. by that and stand by that for sure. <laughs> for real, man. I had my first my first run in with asthma. It was like a couple years ago, and I was telling you I was in a job somewhere near Snyder, right, on a wind farm, and all of a sudden I started coughing real bad. Like I started gagging. I had mucus that I was spitting up. I mean, I had all kinds of problems, bro. My breathing was getting bad. And I'm like, hang on. I was like, I ain't never had this problem before. And the supervisor that was there on my job was like, dude, where's your inhaler? I was like, what are you talking about? Where's my inhaler? You're having an asthma attack, aren't you? I said, no, I don't think so. I don't, th- I don't think we are. I don't think I am, you know? Yeah. He was like, are you sure? Because you're showing the exact same symptoms an asthmatic would have as if they had just been running for their dear life. I was like, bro. I've never had problems with asthma. Sure enough, after I got done that day, I took the next day off. I went to my doctor here in town. Mm-hmm. And he was like, dude, you're showing symptoms of having asthma. Did you just have an asthma attack yesterday? Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Is it? But uh, I said, I kept spitting up mucus. I kept coughing and gagging and stuff like that. And I said, I just couldn't breathe good. He was like... I got to do a couple more tests, and I can pretty much tell you for sure. You're an asthmatic. You just never knew it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And, and it happens, bro. Some yeah, people grow yeah. up, and they, they never had signs of asthma, and then boom, get that's, it. You that's know? exactly what happened with me. I never had that problem during my teenage my teenage years and all that good stuff up until that time. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I never had that problem until then. So he was like, well, I'm going to have to give you a breathing treatment machine well, who knows, and an man, inhaler. around too. You're always out there in the boonies mm-hmm. yeah. and bumfucked Egypt and shit. And, uh, you know, all that dirt's not good for your lungs. So that's yeah. what easily could have caused it. <laughs> and, that, and that's what I was saying, too. I was like, man, we're out in the middle of a cotton field. There was so much stuff going on that day. I was like, mm-hmm. anything could have triggered it. Yes, sir. You know, and, and like my doctor said, you may have never had that problem with it before. All the way up until now. Something that didn't trigger it before it triggered it this time right and boom that was it and the good thing was when i started coughing and huffing and puffing i was like maybe 20 feet on top of a crane i luckily i had my harness on if not my fat ass would have fell over and would have speaking of asthma jay's over here hitting the pen away yeah what's up with that shit Mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> you better not start huffing and puffing away. <laughs> Mind y'all's business. See, when we find him croaked uh, over, he's just going to be like this. Pass me the vape. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's cool. It's all good. It's I, all st- good. I still got one good lung. It's all good. Just one? He's well, hanging the, there. Well, well, the other lung kind of half-ass functioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of half-ass functioning. Pneumonia ain't ain't nothing to play around with. And it's the PN, not the A. <laughs> the, the ammonia. Pneumonia. Because <laughs> they were the longest I was fucking with him about it. When he was in the hospital, he was telling me, bro, I got ammonia. So, bro, you mean pneumonia. PN, not yeah. He's like, you asshole. I'm sitting here on my fucking deathbed, and you're over here trying to grammar Nazi me over here. Cracked in your ass. I was like, come on, bro. I was like, really? You should know the difference between ammonia and pneumonia. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he's like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. So when you got started into into barber school, like what were your expectations out of that school? And like, like, how did it work out for you? Like, were there a lot of learning curves 
that you had to overcome or how, how did it work out for you overall honestly uh this time around because i did get to experience to go to school but i never got to finish it but this time around i was i was really nervous about learning because uh when i had went man it was like a big game changer they didn't have a they didn't have cordless clippers. You know, when I went, it was just a classic plug-in. They had yeah. the cordless one, but they didn't have the wireless battery down. Like, you do one, gotcha. maybe half a cut, and that thing, dead. You know? Man. So, uh, and the fade process, my partner Isaiah, man, he laced me up. Gonzo Wombo, man, look him up on IG if you ever need to cut. Gonzo did that. At Gonzo did that. But, man, he's, man, he changed my game, like, my thought process on cutting hair, he showed me. He's like, man, all that old ways, redo it, you know what I'm saying, and get it down, you know? So I finally got it down, and really, uh, I was really blessed to be able to have, like, a really good instructor to teach me, and then Isaiah laced me up, too, on the modern, more, you know, more of the modern style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it seemed to work out for you, because we were talking about that one time during a cut. Mm-hmm. I think you were cutting my hair and you were talking about, you know, I, I learned a different method of doing the fade and, and this and that. And you were like, you know what, I'm going to give it a try. And you were trying it on on somebody else mm-hmm. before me. And uh, it, and for you, and I noticed, I was like, man, you know what, that seemed to work for yeah. me. And, and that's what I tell a lot of people in my industry of my line of work. You're never done learning. You're going to constantly learn something all the time. Yep. You might have You might be in the game for 10, 15 years. But somebody else is going to come along that might know how to do the same thing you're doing, but a much more efficient, much more smarter yeah. way of doing things, you know. So that's why I always tell everybody, you know, I'm always up for learning something new, yeah. you know. And that's why, like, in, in my line of work, if somebody comes in and like, hey, you know what? The exact same thing you did, I, try this. Maybe yeah. this will work. And that's the exact same thing that you did, yeah. you know, when it came to doing the fade. Yep. was he showed you a much easier method for you and, and it seemed to work out and that's the beauty of all type of things no matter what you're doing nowadays there's so much things like right now for instance anything that you're using there's always going to be something else that's going to make your job easier now that they're you know they're always finding new things and and that's the beauty of it because you're going to learn and it helps you it's a quicker process to get the same results you know and it's, it's always going to be a good thing yeah and there's always diff- there's always different ways to get that same end result it's just finding what works best for you. Yep. And, and and the same thing for Jesse, too, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like some of your previous uh, work yeah, experiences, yeah. you know. you As long as you get the same end result, you're doing good, mm-hmm. but find whatever works good for you. For oh, sure. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, for you, whenever it came to, like, the music side of things, came mm-hmm. to the rap music and all that, like, was that natural for you? Or did it, was that something that you kind of just learned or you, you just picked up along the way? My cousin was the one that was rapping. And, uh... I went to his house and like I said, you know, he was showing me and uh, he's like, man, you should go. He took me to the first studio ever that I had ever went to. And after that, he's like, man, you should try to write. So I wrote, I got serious with it and kind of just came to me. But I do have family members that do make music professionally in Mexico. Those Amantes of Huinaga, they're all my cousins. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then my grandfather used to play the guitar, sing songs and whatnot. So it just, I guess it runs through the blood. So so Los Diamantes de Huinaga. So you must know Edwina Sotelo. Uh, yes, I do. Okay. Yeah, I know her. Because uh, I used to be partners with DJ Taz mm-hmm. back then. And, uh, and I remember her telling me something about it. She was like, yeah, I know Los Diamantes or I know these people here and there. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, they're my family. I was like... 
Okay, cool. I didn't know that. Hmm. So, so like, so like the thing that I learned too in the music business. Well, when it came to me, when it, when I was DJing at that time, was figuring out the crowd. That was yeah. always the hard part for me, and I learned it several different ways. And I'm pretty sure, like you learned, you know how the crowd is going to react to whatever you're doing. But the first few times was just like, oh man, I just I just bombed it. It was horrible. Yeah. I was DJing. Uh, I want to say it was like a, it was a birthday, I think. And dude, I did. <laughs> I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. I fucking bombed it, dude. It was so horrible. Trying to get the crowd. Controls. I was just yeah, just trying to get this. <clears throat> you know the the thing about DJing, especially in front of a big crowd, is the energy you're getting from them is what you're giving back to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm kind of sure it's kind of the same way with you too. You know. Yeah, it's. It's definitely different because, you know, it's like uh, from what shows that I've done, you uh, if you're not the headliner, if you're an opener, you want to like. All right. So the headliner is uh, a club. He makes more lyrical tracks or a club. You got to find in your catalog what's going to go along the lines to help cadence that and go with that. Because, you know, not all the time, like, say, if there's a lyrical artist, you don't want to do just club tracks because. A lot of the fan base that's going to hear that main headliner is going to want lyrical instead of club tracks, you know? Yeah. But it just, it's really hard to figure out your crowd. Because yeah. you know there's some fans there, but it's like, man, you, you don't want to go left and then just be shut down, you know? So yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's tough. Yeah, and so I've always ran into that issue before was, you know, there were times like the family that hired me. Okay, this is the music that we want. We don't want this music. So you're you're trying to do what you can to fit in and cater to their needs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I've noticed like the music that they asked for, of course I would play it, nobody liked it. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where like I would always tell them, you know, you got to understand uh, there's going to be some times I might have to change it up. Yeah. Because if the crowd's not reacting to it, if especially if they're family, it's not working. It's not going to work, and yeah. they're probably going to leave. Yeah, and I've experienced that a couple times. Yes. How did yeah. you get into DJing? So it was actually I wouldn't say by accident. So like for me, I've always been a music type of person. Mm-hmm. Music has uh, always been my go-to thing for stress relief, calming myself down, you know, just to enjoy my day. So. How I got started in it was actually, uh, he was dating my sister. His name was uh, DJ Kamikaze. Okay, yeah. So uh, that's how I actually got started. Wonderful guy. And I got started, you know, learning how to do this, learning how to do that. And he kind of gave me some pointers here and there. But how Justin. Yeah, but how I really got into the groove of things was uh, through my buddy DJ Taz. Okay, yeah. And... He worked at one hundred six point three, yeah, right? Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah. and, I'm, and, and, and I'm pretty sure he's still there. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure guy. he's yeah. And so I, I got into that, and me personally, I wanted to know more about the business side of it. Yeah, you know, because I've always been a business minded type of person, you know. So that's that was one thing, you know. He mentored me, and he was going through a few struggles here and there, you know. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. But I helped him out, and then I was like, you know what, dude. I more than likely, I just want to apprentice you. I want to know more about the business side of things. And I want to learn, you know, how to do a mix here and there and, you know, put on a show. Yep. 
And so he was pretty much my mentor to help me out yeah. as far as getting that going. You won't ever know, like, the full aspects unless you get both sides of it. Like, you know, being a rapper, anybody can rap, hop on stage and do it. But if you don't know how to get your music on platforms and know the every the business aspect, I mean, there's nothing like, Pre- you know. Pretty much just branding yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and and the thing that I always and you'll be running in a circle forever. Yes, and that was my problem. You know, I got stuck in a loophole. Well, I say a loophole. I got stuck in place, and I didn't know how to get out of it. And I was like, "Hey, man, you know, this is kind of where I'm at. You know, I play all this and I do all this. Mm -hmm. I put on this kind of a show, but I get stuck in the same routine. Like, how can I break out of that routine?" And he would give me some pointers here and there. Try doing this instead of doing what you're doing right now. You know. And and when I figured it out, I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll give it a shot. And it yeah. worked. And it worked. And my my thing was, like I said, I wanted to learn the business side of it first. And when I figured out the business side of it, then that's when I could like, let me, let me put it to you this way. I could value myself how much I could sell my gigs for. Mm-hmm. So if it was for quinceanera, birthday, whatever it is, I knew how much I could charge. You knew how much you were worth. How much I was worth as far as a performer goes, Mm -hmm. you know. And that's the thing I tell a lot of people, you know, oh, somebody might say I could charge you this much, but when you go and see that person's show, you're like, was he really worth that much money? Mm -hmm. You know, and of course in the business, like we say, you get what you pay for, you know. And then... And a lot then the, of them DJs that just keep the yep. keep you on your feet all night, and you're like, man, that dude was way worth it because mm-hmm. you weren't just sitting there and you know mm-hmm. wasted time wasted. You know, you yeah. got your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. And then so, and then I have experienced it where it's been the opposite. So, uh, who did who have you opened up for anybody? You know, I really didn't get to. I had chances to, but I had chances to fill in as a musician. Okay. And that, but that was a whole different story. What got me into that was a band, mm-hmm. and they happened to show up to Abilene, and they were like, "Hey, we just need somebody to play bajo sexto. Just pretend uh-huh. like you, just pretend like you, you, you know what you're doing up there." <laughs> okay, all right, that just happened to work out. It happened to work out. The it was on the fly. Up. Yeah, it was on the fly. Their their guy that was playing their bajo sexto got sick all of a sudden. Okay, and they end up. He actually got rushed to the emergency room oh, there wow. in Abilene, and they were like. Can you just at least fill in? Just pretend like you know what you're doing. Of course, you're not going to really hear it on stage. So just... But they needed that. They needed that. They needed that extra person to fill in for that. And it just worked out. And it worked out perfect. And that's how I got to know a lot of these bands. Like, you were surprised. Whenever I told you, oh, yeah, we're going to go see uh, La Maquinaria Norteña, La Fierra de Ojinaga. That was before I went on vacation Mm -hmm. in 2019. And I was telling you, and I can't remember who else was there. I was like, no, I believe it or not, I personally know La Maquinaria. And you were like, nah, whatever. Yeah, he, was, he was just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end of the night, because we had the VIP meet and greet. Yeah. We had the wristbands because I had the, I paid extra for the tickets. Yeah. I seen y'all there that night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, it was uh, the, the Civic Center. Civic Center. Babbling yeah. Civic Center. I was there. I pulled up. And and uh, and I told Jesse, I said, yeah, at the end of the night, we're going to go take pictures with these guys. I said, I know them. They're probably going to throw some bullshit at me, you know. So we were last in line. And so Erica and Merced went ahead of us. Yeah. Them two, they took pictures with them. And then this motherfucker had a stick with me. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to take a picture with you. 
with them, <laughs> make us two make us two look like like fucking groupies or something, you know. That's so I didn't even realize it. <laughs> <laughs> so we get up there and they're like, "Hey, what's up, bro? Man, we're glad to see you come out tonight and all that." And he's like, "Wait a minute." Y'all know each other? I was sitting there, man. He wasn't bullshitting. <laughs> yeah, they were, just, they were just throwing bullshit at me, you know, just shit here and there, you know. And then finally we took a picture. And like I said, we were the last one. So after we took our picture, they were like, what are you doing tonight? I said, man, I got to get to Midland. I said, because I got to get there tonight because I'm flying from Midland in the morning to Houston. And I'm going from Houston to Puerto Vallarta. And I said, I'm going on vacation. And they looked at me like, hold what, on, you, can't, on, you can't take us? I remember. He <laughs> was singing your life away on that boat. Oh man, dude, that karaoke <laughs> night like was like a couple shots of tequila, mm, some Modelo <laughs> on the boat. It was going down. It was it was a hell of a night. So I mean, I know you got a list of people that you opened up for, but let's let's tell the fans that uh, how many people you opened up for. Man, I've opened up for many many artists, uh, legendary ones at that. You know, Texas Legends, uh, Bone Thugs. Um, Zero, Slim Thug, Paul Wall, Trey the Truth, Lil O of the Screwed Up Click, multiple, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but one thing, man, my one of my favorite ones though had to be um, the Paul Wall show. Hell okay. yeah, real humble guy. I, I really like Paul Wall. You know, for me <clears throat> in high school, that was that was my that was like my go to <laughs> thing, man. Because mm-hmm. I always had it in my head. Because I had a chance to go to Houston for the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Oh, yeah. And I bought a grill. I bought a grill. I'm not bullshitting you. I saved up some money. My mom was so pissed off at me. (laughs) Dude, she was pissed. How are you going to spend $800 on whatever kind of bullshit teeth you're fucking getting? I'm like, (laughs) damn, mom, come calm down for real. You know? And so I had even bought one of his shirts that says I put my money where my mouth is and it had a picture of his of his mouth smiling with yeah. the grill. And it was uh, green. Right? <laughs> wasn't it? Well it was a black shirt, but uh I do remember though. I can't I can't remember. I think matter of fact I got it. I wanna say, yeah, it was multicolor. <clears throat> I wanna say matter of fact I got the picture on Instagram. I had to go through and dig it up. Cause I had I had actually used that grill when I came back, my sister, one of my sisters was getting married. Oh yeah. That same weekend when I came back and I saved up my money just for that. Not only that, I was also gonna do it for my senior pictures. Oh man. You was shining as I'm dude, boys, dude. So. I was I was blinging like a motherfucker, dude. I come back, my mom was pissed as fuck because I spent over eight hundred dollars on this grill. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, look what I got. But this boy, she wanted to slap the shit out of me. She about wanna slap that shit out my fucking mouth. And so she was like, I can't believe you saved that much money and you spent that much money on that shit. And mom, that's what I want. That's yeah. what I saved my money for. Yep. Well, you could have saved it for something much better than that. Yeah. So my sister got married. And in the pictures, I took a picture of my sister with my grill just blinging. <laughs> just blinging. That's oh, funny. man. And so then come my senior pictures, my senior year. I took that picture with that same T-shirt. I had some shades actually, on. Actually, I have pulled it up right oh now. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yep, that's it. And I have the shirt that says, put my money where my mouth is. And Paul Wall, if you go through and look, Paul Wall liked that photo. Because all that was from him. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
And that's at Demonios underscore 89. Go check yeah. that out. It's yeah. there. It's, it's there. live. If you don't believe me, Paul Wall himself even liked it. Dang. Were, the, were those Lokes? Man, you know, I can't even remember. I, I, I had spent some extra money on those. Paul Wall, baby. Liked it himself. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm telling you, dude. Your mouth looking like a disco ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, and like I said, so many people didn't want to believe me until I actually showed them in school. And I had to protect my shit in school because some motherfuckers were like, hey. I'm gonna try to rob that shit off of this it. one time. Uh, I was gifted a, a Rolex and uh, I wore it to school one time and I showed my art teacher because he didn't believe me. We were talking about watches. I told him I got a Rolex, I was like 15 at the time, maybe 14, but I took it to school, man, just for him to be mad and say it was fake. I said, How's it fake? He's like, it's making like a little effect when it was timing, you know. Rollies don't, yeah. They don't, they don't tick. They just keep flow, uh, just flowing, you know. And uh, now nah, it was real, bro. And uh, I ended up gifting it to one of my cousins later on down the road because <laughs> I didn't even wear Rolexes or whatnot. But he still has it to this day. Damn. And, and I, I just, I knew the teacher was big mad hating on me, but I was like, man, let your boy shine. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I might be looking dusty some days, but I got a Rolly on my wrist, and I know somebody would like to out there would chop my wrist off for this, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. But it's all good. Yeah, I was like, you gotta let your boy shine every yeah. now and then. It wasn't you know? even one of them ones that had diamonds in it. It was like silver, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't even. But it was still a Rolex. It, it was a Rolex. You know it, 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 was a it wasn't no Folex. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Rolex. <laughs> it wasn't bust down or anything? Nah, bro. I wish it was bust down. Uh-huh. <laughs> I would have still had it. I know, right? Yep. You know how many bust downs I would have got with that bust down? <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> A lot. So what's up with you, Jay? What you on these days, man? Man, right now I'm currently working in uh, construction and doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, he's been doing his best here. Yeah, he yeah. actually has. Yeah. yeah, I've been trying my best, man. And, uh, it's it's going. You know what I'm saying? And it feels like uh, just for me being here today, bro. It's it's like I've I've heard podcasts and I see it, and it, some some of them look like forceful. Yeah. But this one's so genuine. It's fun. It's laid back. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's chill. We we try we try our best to you know just do do roll with the punches yeah, and yeah. keep it going. Oh yeah, just whatever we feel like today. Like we'll talk about gummy bears. I mean, fuck. I don't, we'll, I don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about gummy bears, but we're gonna. What's your favorite gummy bear? Um. Now, if we talking about mixed with vodka or are we. <laughs> See, there he goes with that We can't shit. even talk about the regular. It's like, you know, it's like that one time, it, bro, I went to this barbershop and they were selling some oil for the beard, right? And I, I was like, man, they had like this, uh, this like Old Spice scented one. And then there was like a, uh, I don't know, it was like some type of uh, like cucumber, just a fresh smell, like a, you know what I mean? Something else. And then there was a cinnamon one, but I said, oh, dang, that smells like Fireball. And they're like, you mean cinnamon, pendejo? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's what it yeah, is. My bad, my yeah, bad. My I, bad. Didn't, I didn't mean to show my alcoholic side. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, uh, I didn't mean to say that. Now, if I had to go to with uh, any gummy bears, it probably had to be a, just original. So what you think of that, Stetson? Dos Equis. The Dos Equis Ranch Water? You let us down. Dude, when I tried it, I was like, you it's, know what? It's 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 all right. It could be better, not, but it feels like it's, it's missing not, something. It's not bad. You know, yeah, I'm trying with have, try with this lime salt. Okay, it's not bad. You know, but it 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 does taste better than all the other. Uh, what are they? Seltzers, seltzers, seltzers that yeah, I had yeah. Because we had the Topo Chico seltzers, and I just wasn't too impressed with those. 
I was, <clears throat> I was, you know, having mixed feelings about it. I kept on drinking it though, but that's pretty damn good. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, like I said, sometimes to me, it just it feels like it's missing something, and you can't figure it out. And then I tried it with the beer salt, and I was like, you know what? It's I think right. that's what it needed. Yeah, I just think a that's what it more needed. of a a kick to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let you two keep chopping it up, man, because I gotta drain the main vein. <laughs> You know how that shit goes, Jesse, when mm-hmm. we be drinking. We already been at it for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've been at it since, like... I know you I know you always want to... Y'all boys on a work mode, boy. Y'all done knocked out two podcasts today. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Y'all, y'all stacked it up today. Yeah, Gosh. we did. Shout out to them UK people, man. Yeah. It was yeah, two just, hours, right? Yeah. A little over two you, hours. You have a really good episode coming for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm going to let you two guys chop it up right quick. Okay. Well, I go do my thing. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but it, it's been crazy, man. Just... Coming from what you know, coming from what you what you have accomplished. Yes, sir. And it was just like fucking crazy when I saw that on the newspapers and whatnot. I was just like, "What the fuck?" Your boy came a long way from the blotters, huh? Always <laughs> <laughs> messing up, getting in trouble, but you know. Oh yeah, I mean, who doesn't though? Oh no, I mean, everybody got some origin story somewhere. Mm-hmm. And that was crazy when I saw that shit in the newspapers. And I think, matter of fact, I think my grandma still has the newspaper too. Yeah. I think so. She did. Uh, I remember. I remember seeing her at the store, and she's like, "It was her and your grandpa." And she's like, "Me? Well, you came out in the paper, and yeah, a lot of people, man, people that I never would have thought that would, I've even took the time out to say what's up to me or anything, yeah. and it, it it surprised me. I mean, especially where me and you came from. I mean, we were just pretty much it was just you and me. Yeah, came from I mean, nada. Yeah, not not even that. It's just like no one really wanted to hang out with us because you know, of course, back then. Everybody thought we were weird. Mm-hmm. Nah, man. I've, we've always just stuck in our own lane. Yeah, pretty That's much. That's all it was. Yeah, pretty much. And We didn't care to fit in. We were the followers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were leaders, not followers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everybody yeah. else wanted to follow the trend or yeah, we were, be somebody else and be, be you know, worried about everybody, what they were doing. Yeah, and then I was like, man, you want to play some video games? <laughs> exactly, bro. Shit, I NFL was, Street. I yeah. remember oh, man, getting my ass beat all the time on that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I remember too. Like, hey, I got the play, I got the new game coming out. Yeah, man. I was like, shit, I'll be over there in a minute. For sure, man. We was we was some big gamers. Oh yeah, still am, bro. Oh yeah. My it's like it passed down through the blood. My my son, man. He's at that PS Five and be be gaming on them boys. I'm like, shit, man. We're getting old. Yeah, man. For real, for real. I mean, even though I'm barely 26, I feel old. We're still pushing 30, man. We we're right there. I know, man. It was just it just felt like yesterday. Yeah. And then it, and it's so funny that you know with your music going on this and the third, I can see you at a local Walmart or somewhere, and I'll be having a full comment, and everybody's like, "You actually know him?" I say, "Shit, I know him before <laughs> anything." Yeah, bro, for real, for real. And it was and, it's just so funny that you know, of course, you probably have seen it. Someone a real huge fan of yours, you know, is starstruck, and I'm just over here, man. Forget this guy. Yeah, for real though, <laughs> no, it, it's crazy, man. I still get them every now and then. I'll be at the mall or somewhere, and they're like, "Oh, that's so and so," and I'm just like, I put my pants on like everybody else, bro. I'm just humble, you know. Oh, yeah. And I just I, I want I want more blessings to come, so I, oh, I yeah. try not to knock them. And just, man, because people, a lot of people that are really successful and famous, they don't even want to take the time out to conversate, with, have conversation with somebody. And it's yeah, like, right. why, why do you, you want to do that? Like, I've, met some, I've done all these shows and everything, and I meet these rappers, 
and they they can't even take time to greet their fans. And it's like I don't care if you have five fans, ten fans, right, hundreds of thousands. You take the time out of your day. And you say thank you for supporting me. Take that picture because it means the world to that person. I Who mean, knows what what they're going through listening to your music? Oh yeah, most, and it helps them. Oh, most definitely. I mean, because you, I've known you for years, and I know you always love music, oh, all yeah. types of genre. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, hell, I, I mean, of course, I'm a big anime anime nerd. Yeah. So. But you've always loved all type of music. Oh yeah, most definitely, and it you know, and it and it's crazy too because you know. You know, like you said, I mean, you don't know what that person's going through in life. Yeah. And, you know, just giving them maybe 10 seconds of their attention, it could change their lives forever. Yeah, it can. And, I mean, you never know what, you know, music helps people. Yeah, it does. It's it, it's It's like, to me, I feel like music is my drug. Oh, yeah. You know, everybody has their, their addictions and everything, but that's one thing. Like, if I could be doing it every day... And not have to worry about nothing else. That that would be me. You right, know? right, right. But uh, we have to work. <laughs> we got <laughs> bills to pay. <laughs> we we we's, we's poor right now. <laughs> yeah, but, but we make it look yeah, good. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, we yeah. make we make it look good, man. Hey man, we ain't poor. We as long as we got a roof over our head and oh, everything, yeah. we oh, good. I, I look at it like this, and I mean, hopefully y'all take this to heart. If you got all your bills paid and this, that, and the third. And you don't have no money, you're the richest person in the world. Exactly, man. You're taking care of business. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sucks not having this. It took a long time for me to understand that. It really does, man. I mean, it sucks, you know, but you know what? But the the poorest people be the happiest people. Oh, yeah. Most of You know what I'm saying? Because we appreciate everything in life. We're not... We don't take not one thing for granted. Oh yeah, and especially that's with, for sure. Especially with this guy, he—I mean, he—he. He, there's a couple of times where he put me in, put me in line. <laughs> bop, I bop, mean, bop, he, right, he, ahead, go right <laughs> upside his head sometimes. Good to see you. Glad you're back with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know, touching back on that, you know, sometimes the poorest people are usually the ones that are there to help out the most. Oh, yeah. And then we come up. Yeah, we come up. We take care of our family at the end. Just like how everything's meant to be, you yeah. know. Yeah, and that's and that's typically how it should be. Yep. You know, my thing was, you know, I grew up real poor. Of course, Jesse knows from oh, Rotan. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, my family, we we really the, didn't have much sticks. growing up. You know, we really didn't have much growing up. We barely had a roof over our heads. My dad worked, and then my mom, whenever I was old enough to pretty much take care of myself, she started working. Yeah. You know. Then we did everything we could to remodel the house, all that stuff. It took time, but not only that, it also took a lot of family support as well. Oh yeah, you know, because <laughs> you know any good family, you know, can operate good together. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. but if your family itself, like everybody else in your family, if they don't support you, man, you're gonna do what you can to to go on, even though they don't want to support you 100. Mm-hmm. percent You know, and that's where I tell a lot of people, you know what? For me, growing up poor. That taught me a lot. Yeah. It did. It gave me a lot of values. Taught me a lot of, uh, you know, good life lessons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, one of them things that you had said just now, like, stuck to me, too. Uh, your family ain't going to support everything you do. Oh, no. <clears throat> because, like, this podcast, me making music, um, it's, it's a dream, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, they don't understand, but... You you apply pressure and you put steps behind it and you do everything and it becomes, uh, 
you can make money off of it. You can profit. You can make merch. You know, everybody. <clears throat> there's so many ways of getting money nowadays. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. But back then it was like you know the old schools were like, no, no, you got to do it this way, this way, this way. Follow the blueprint and do their. But no, we're we're a different kind now. You know. Yeah. And there's <clears throat> just like I always learn. You know, there's different ways of doing something mm-hmm. to get that same result. Yep. You know, and the same thing was, you know, when I was in the music business, you know, I tried so hard for pushing my gigs out there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, man, there's got to be an easier way to do that. And then next thing you know, I was trying to make mixtape CDs and shit like that. And it just wasn't working for me, you know. But I was like, there's got to be some better, a much more efficient way of doing that. And here you are. And that's that's what it took, you you know? know. And, it, and that's, like, the other thing, too, like, the business side of things. You know, what I learned with, like, record label deals, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I signed a million-dollar record deal. <clears throat> well, guess what? You ain't getting a complete million dollars. And if you do, you owe them. You owe them. <laughs> you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, you, you, it's just a loan. Yeah. Pretty much all it is, you're just getting an advance mm-hmm. to produce whatever material you need for your album. Mm-hmm. Music videos, promotional and all that. Yep. Until you're record sales whatever it is that you're doing for that record label company until you make that money you're their you're slave not, you're their slave you're not yep. going to make a single dime until no. it's paid for at all i mean you look at a lot of these rappers independent is the way to go mm-hmm. i'm look, an independent artist now and i love it you know yeah and and that's like you look at a lot of these mainstream rappers from like the 2000s yep look at where they're at now still doing it yeah and they're trying to do that just to make that money. Yep. And then there are some that just couldn't make it. They flopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, don't get me wrong. They put some good music out. Yep. But whenever they realize, man, I just sold my soul. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And well, when you sell the masters, man, and you ain't even got no, you have no rights to your uh, your publishing and writing. Like, how are you going to get it off of that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You can't because everything that you, you thought you were going to make was going to them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's it's sad, but it's the game. It's the cards that you were dealt, bro. Yeah, <clears throat> you yeah. wanted to see the you wanted to see the ending so fast that you thought you were gonna get all this stuff, but nothing good comes fast, you know. So it's better to take the slow row, get everything, be on that master P level. It took him time. It took mm-hmm. some time, but yeah. look at him where he's at now. He's yeah. a CEO. Oh yeah, he's a boss. and especially Master P. He had <clears throat> he he had everything down to a science. Yep. Which you and know, he's still eating. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, big time. Oh uh-huh, yeah, and especially like Chameleon there too. I mean, yeah. he 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 played his role right. Yeah, he played. I mean, he before you know the internet started getting big, he was already into the internet, and then look at him now. He's selling Fortune 500s, and yeah. and it's crazy that he's all into this, that, and the third. And then he 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 got out of a. Uh, he got out of the music game and mm-hmm. created an app in Disney. Disney or somebody took off and bought it from him. Yeah. For like, and then he also has like some shares in like vitamin yeah. water or something yeah. like that. Yeah. He I mean, had some shares with vitamin water and, and he, then he sold those shares yeah. and made some millions off he, of that. He, he, yeah, he's, a, he, he's a businessman for sure. Yeah. Man. Oh man. He 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 played smart. Yeah. I mean, which you know, of course, everybody has if, their own. If way. this gets to Chameleonaire or somebody knows him, hey man, tell him Tunes wants a feature and come back to the hip hop game because we. We miss it for sure. Oh, yeah, All the Messiah mixtapes were fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was so much pressure on oh, the tapes. It was crazy. Yeah, uh, there, there's a few times you see him on a feature somewhere, but it's very rarely that he does it. You know, it was crazy, man. Whenever uh, I had did the show with Chameleon there and Crazy Bone in San Antonio, it was all of them, and yeah. uh, they had their own sets. But I was talking to Crazy Bone. Right and Dirty was coming on when Chameleon there was performing it, 
He said, you know, I've never performed that song once with Crazy Bone. I mean, with Chameleon Air. And I looked at him and I said, go do it right now. He's like, he had writing dirty for a battle. I think it was like a year in his or whatever Chameleon Air did. And he finally sent it to Crazy Bone. They did the track. He said he didn't hear it from Crazy Bone for like, I mean, Crazy Bone didn't hear from Chameleon Air for about a year or so. Riding Dirty came out a year or so later. Playing and Skills produced it. And uh, Grammy nominated after that song. And it just, it took off, you know? And he's yeah. like, I hadn't seen that guy after we shot the video and did the track. That was it. And he ne they never put it out. But I guess they, they strategized, put a campaign, did their thing, and boom. Yeah, because mm -hmm. everybody, like I remember in high school, everybody was playing that song. That was like the number All the radio one, stations, text, they were... The, yes, uh, the, what was it, the, the text ringtones. Ring yes. Yeah, that text this Soulja number Boy's to get this ringtone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Soldier Boy was another one of them too. You know, he was one of those guys that you know his music was going to be popular, mm -hmm. and he had a certain group of people that he didn't. It didn't matter what music it was he put mm -hmm. out. It was going to be popular yeah. no matter what. Yeah, and uh, I think he he was the first person to like use a YouTube wave and like draws people like more people's attentions because i remember seeing him on myspace yep that's how MySpace i remember soldier boy and uh, J uh jesse's homeboy uh tom you know what i'm saying I'm <laughs> everybody's hey, first myspace hey, friend hey, shout out to tom man <laughs> no but man it's good time we man. we abandoned poor myspace man you know I, i'm surprised i still remember my login but i just I hadn't got into it i, I actually got on not too long ago but i just went to go see if i could pull up my old songs on there and you can't. It's, it's like, I guess everything hasn't been updated in years. So wow. Yeah, because I was on MySpace there for the longest. Dude, I was I was on it for the longest because the thing was with MySpace, I had my DJ uh, MySpace, you know, and I was able to upload some of my mixes and all that. And this is where I learned the business side of things. You know, you can't use certain music pieces, even if you use them in a mix or whatever it is. You can't use it unless you actually have the actual copyrights for that. Yeah. If you don't have none of that, you can't publish it nope. on any mainstream media. Yeah. And that was the one thing I learned. And that's why I always said, you know, me personally, I wanted to learn more of the business side of things. Mm -hmm. You know, I would rather learn the business side of things first before starting to make a mix. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever the case may be. You know, and that's what I learned, you know, the first time I I uploaded on on MySpace. I was like, okay, all right, you know what? I'll try this out. Yeah. Next thing you know, I get a hit on it saying, oh, it's copyright infringement or some something, something yeah. like that. We're gonna have to take it down or whatever. I was like, what That's are you talking crazy. about? Like, I just I just did a mix on it. Like, how are they gonna know what that is? Mm -hmm. But like what we were mentioning earlier, they know what you what it is. Yeah. Like what you like you had mentioned before we started recording. You know, they're gonna know what that picture is if it's a copyrighted logo. They're going to know. They're going to know for sure. They're going to know for sure. <clears throat> you know, and MySpace was the same way too when yeah. I uploaded this one mix. And that was it, dude. I was like, you know what? I got to figure out what caused you that. You laced you up on that situation and here you are now, you know. And But it, it's crazy. You got, the only way you're going to go you, learn things is you got to go through trial and error. And if you don't go through that, man, it's like you'll never understand why this, why that, you know. You just got to roll with the punches and figure your stuff out. But it's crazy how much things we like. I like I like getting on this topic because 
I didn't realize how much musically, uh, musically inclined we were. Like, you know what I'm saying? We both, when we when I started cutting you up, we started chopping it up a lot more. Yeah. And getting to know each other and seeing, like, it's it's crazy, man. Just, like, in the same lane, just different avenues, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. so cool, though, like, to be able to just talk about it and... It just it just happened to click like that. Yeah, you know, natural. Yeah, it, it yeah. just seems so natural because whenever, like you were saying, whenever you were getting to pick my brain and understand me a lot better, mm-hmm. and when we started talking music wise, you were like, "Man, this guy knows this. Yeah, he knows this. Yep, you know." And it was kind of like I was telling Jesse. And I was too. picking up gems, just like as you were with me. But it, it's crazy, man, because what what you know and somebody else knows, man, share the game, share it. The game is to be. Told, not sold, you know? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. it, it's just, and that was the thing that I ran into a lot, man. People want underst- to put that door in front of you, bro. Yeah. And the thing that I learned was I just needed somebody to help me out. I wasn't asking somebody to share their secrets with or me. Or do it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Show me. Yeah. I just wanted to know, like, hey, show me how to do this. Like, what is it that I'm missing? Like, yep. just be honest with me. Tell me. I don't care if you hurt my feelings. Tell me what it is that I'm missing that in order to criticism, get that. Bro. Exactly, you that's have it. That. Mm-hmm. If your homies, your homies ain't your homies if they're just telling you, "Oh, that shit's good, bro." Man, lace them up. Tell me where I'm messing up, and I want to fix that shit. I'll delete the damn thing and let's do it again. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But yeah. give it to me raw, man. It was like uh, it was like a thing that I had heard with uh, Aaron Watson. Mm-hmm. Everybody here in Texas know who Aaron Watson is. Yes, sir. So the song "Off the Record." I was told it took them nine times to record it to what it's finally mixed what it, Yeah, From what it sounds like now, for what I was told, it took them nine times to get it right. And yeah. and same thing like what you were saying. You know, you got to keep trying. You're, eventually, you're going to find what's going to work. Yeah. And when you do, you're golden with it. You're good and with it. And that's a part of it when you master your craft, you know. You you don't want to just be like one take Timmy and be like oh here we are you know what I'm saying this like this is a podcast we're gonna give it to y'all raw of course but oh yeah on anything that you work on like me <clears throat> I'll do this, the take 25 times until I get it perfect the way I want it the way it's to sound you know what I mean everything else I want to get it on point but look you know it don't take me that many times now <laughs> it yeah. did at once you know what I'm saying <laughs> I did have to do some punch-ins, but now I try to just do the whole thing at once so it sounds you know. Raw and regular, you know what I'm saying? There's no cuts in between. It's just boom. Trial and error. Trial yeah. and error. Trial and error. And that, that was the thing that I had to learn, too. Once I figured out my groove and I knew it was going to work, it, it just happened to work from there. Yeah. But it, like like I said, just trial and error. It took that, mu- that much time. Same thing with us here. You know, when we got started with this podcast, oh, we didn't yeah. know what we were getting ourselves into. Oh, no, because if you listen to our first podcast, and I don't even admit it, it sounds like horrible. It, Especially episode two. But yeah. as far as y'all got now, yeah, you know, I mean, we started collaborating with guys from UK, from yeah. UK, <laughs> yeah, so. and it's just taking time. Oh, yeah. You know, we just had to get into the groove of things. You know, I was telling Jesse, you know what, I'm the mastermind behind all this because this is something I was already familiar with, mm-hmm. but it's just on a different level, right? And I was like, you know what, just follow my lead. We're eventually gonna get somewhere. Oh yeah, and we were just like, you know what, the only people that I think are gonna listen to our podcast are people that we know. Yeah. And just like with, with the guys from the UK, they said the same thing too. They Which only you, pictured that their friends were going to be the only listeners that were going to tune into their podcast. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're getting uh, people from Australia, mm-hmm. people here in the US. Same thing with us. Yeah. I thought, you know, it's just going to be people here in Texas that were only going to list us. Next thing you know, we're being listened to in Utah, 
Charlotte, North Carolina. You'd be surprised, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I got some friends, bro. I started off meeting. Like, we were talking. I used to be a big gamer, bro. So, I met them. They're from uh, Bristol, England. And, you know, my friend, uh, Sharpshooter, my videographer, he's like, Hey, Mr. Stetson, we got, we got plays over there in England, in Bristol, you know? And I'm like, bro, those are, those are my partners. Like, those are my friends, you know? And then I got friends from... Uh, the Barbados, I got friends from Kingston, Jamaica, and they go back, and then I'm just like, hey, man, you know what I'm saying, when you're down there, show your people, you know what I'm saying, so they put me on game, and then I get the streams for international, and it's just, it's it's amazing, bro, like, how much the music, podcast, and everybody just tunes in, bro, because they, they get tired of hearing about what we don't talk about on here is politics, religion. You know, man, we we just want to have a good time listening I mean, to some good I mean, things. It, that's, what, that's what we told our UK people, man. We're, we're just a vice, you know, to get away from reality. Yeah, bro. And it's it's the best way because everything nowadays is so damn serious. People are stressing. We're, we're like, man, ain't nobody got time for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For real, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but, but I'm for real, though, like. You know yeah, and that's a, that's exactly what our friends from the UK said. It their podcast is is just a way for people to get away from the daily stress and the strains yeah. And, yeah. and stuff like that. That's yeah. that's their way of of connecting with their people. Yep. You know? Venting. You know what I'm saying? Like this is the way to talk some shit out and just keep continue on to the next day. You know? Yeah. See, yeah. like with Jesse and I, we didn't expect this to take off like oh, this no, at all. Oh yeah. no! And and then all of a sudden, our analytics started coming in. Yep. Like, dude. We got people all over the country listening to us. Yeah. Like, really? I wasn't even expecting that. Yeah. And it, and it hit me. And I was like, you know what? Okay. Let's let's keep doing more. Because yeah. we were like, you know what? Let's just see what the first couple episodes look yeah. like. If it doesn't work out, you know, it's just not our thing. We'll just sell everything that I bought. Yeah. I mean, we uh, don't get us wrong. We had our doubts. We really did. I mean, hell, there was times that I didn't show up on time, or <laughs> I had to wait extra longer for or, him, or about yeah. those like me that didn't show up. Nah, but I did give y'all a heads up. I didn't keep y'all waiting. And then you know him just you know self doubt. I'm like, man, is this even worth it? I mean, it's vice and, versa. And there is some times, bro. And it, it's 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 a beautiful thing that y'all got each other. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. before I started doing shit with Mac, it was me, and I always had my doubts, bro. I'd be in my room writing and be like, man. Is somebody going to feel this song? Is somebody going to relate to this? Is somebody going to want to hear this? Is somebody going to really take the time out the day and click play on this shit and listen to three minutes or five minutes or 30 minutes? You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. you never know. But you know what, man? There's people out there that are solid. that are They're, they're going to listen to your track through the beginning to the end. Oh, and, yeah. and uh, you know, we... The music now, bro, I've had a transition from making, you know, them five-minute songs to back then to nowadays people want to remember stuff and they want the hook to be more catchy and be mm-hmm. two-minute songs now because they want to play it over and over and over because it's such an easy hook to remember, the melody, the the way cadence of flow, and it's just, it sticks in the mind. You po- know podcast just... podcast uh, soundtrack coming out pretty soon. Oh, <laughs> yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, it's going to yeah. go down. Jesse's over here trying to get ahead of himself sometimes. It's all good, though, man. It we got like... we got dreams, but know, you know man. what? We ain't trying to get shot out the sky yet. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all good, man. Yeah. Yeah. But no, man, it was good having you on here, Stetson. Thank you. You know, we, we really do appreciate it. You know, as good people that oh, we yeah. are, you know. Hopefully we, hopefully we get Mac on here, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And this is one of many. I think we definitely need to have a Tunes and Mac episode. Oh, yeah. Because uh, me and Mac got some stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's my road dog, man. And I'll tell, I tell you what, man. We had some crazy stories, man. That motherfucker, he's seen some shit. I've seen some shit. 
Oh, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> Once we get a little bit more money in our pockets and um, get another mic, oh, yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I love the setup, bro. I love it. We can share the mic. It don't. It ain't no thing, man. But you know what I'm saying? We'll make something happen oh, one yeah. way or another. Yes, oh, yeah. One way or another. The Damien and Jesse show, man. Follow me at Tunes325. You know what I'm saying? And, and of course, and you can always follow us on Facebook and Instagram, The Damien and Jesse Show. You can always get more details from us. You can always message us. Don't be shy. Just like I tell Jesse, too. Hey, you put in your two cents. Let us know what you want us to say, talk about that, and that, get it. Is that all platforms, by the way? Tunes three two five. Uh, so no, my music. It's. I'm really happy that you said that. Man. <laughs> yeah, because, because I was like, oh there, shit. There, there's a lot of tunes. So yeah. IG is uh my IG Twitter and I believe my Facebook page, my music page is Tunes three two five that you can find. But on Apple Music and everything, it's Tunes. There's multiple tune, multiple tunes. But I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up and I'm gonna put tunes three two five. That's gonna be my straight up my rap name. So that way every it will um, single me out besides everybody else trying. You know everybody has the same yeah, yeah. rap names and everybody tries to use whatever blah blah blah. But they ain't gonna use the same area area code. I mean that, mm-hmm. you know so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely, most definitely, man. But yeah, we're gonna be looking forward to doing more with you. Oh yeah, I greatly and appreciate y'all for having me, man. Man, awesome. it's 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 a it's, damn good time. Yeah, you know how we always like to roll, man. Yes, we sir. partners in here. We love giving each other a hard mm-hmm. time about certain things. Oh yeah, and we just we just roll we're, with it. We're just trying to build and uplift each other, bro. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Most you definitely, know? we most definitely look forward to doing more with you.